This program is intended for audiences over the age of 21. It's adult in nature and not intended for anyone under legal age. Slut Sounds Podcast. <sighs> Welcome to the Slut Sounds Podcast. I'll be your cock charmer today, and my name is Linnea, and this is my podcast. You can find the Slut Sounds Podcast online at www.slutsounds.com. You can find my personal page at www.phoneflirts.com, and you can reach me on Twitter at Phone flirts. Never try phone sex before? Do you want a quick and cheap way to get off with just a little company? Then I've got a number just for you. There are lots of girls available and they all work from home, so your call can be personal and as dirty as you want it to be. All major credit cards are accepted and a quickie will cost you under $14. So what are you waiting for? Just dial 1-888-799-0857. Hey everybody, hi there. How are you? It's me, Linnea, and I just kind of wanted to touch base with you real quick. I want to let everybody know that June is going to be a really busy, busy vacation month for me. I'm going away for a few weeks, so I really won't be around in June to do calls. But I will be back. Let me see. I will be back on June 26th and able to do calls again. I also decided to do something that I haven't really done on the podcast, but I thought it'd be kind of fun. I wanted to read an erotic story that I wrote not all that long ago. It's called Little Miss Cocktease. I've had it published before, but I didn't really publish it on my website until October of last year. So obviously it's about teasing a man in a sensual way, um, which I absolutely love to do. And about a little denial. So I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Oh yeah. My name is Linnea, but all my friends call me Lynn. I'm a little cocktease. Ever since I was a tiny girl, I knew how to wrap men of all ages around my little finger. I can usually understand a guy's buttons pretty quickly. And I love to push them over and over again with my middle finger. Maybe I add in a little flirty hair flip. Perhaps I do it with a sideways smirk and big doe eyes. And often, a cute little head tilt helps get a guy going even more. Most of all, it's my brain, my sensual mind, that truly twists a man up into a horny, tight little knot. I don't always understand what I'm doing right away. It's a deeply embedded personality trait that I've just always known. Yet at other times, I know precisely what I have done. Obviously, my creativity inspires me to walk that fine line between cock tease and abuse. But I almost never allow it to become painful. Almost. Maybe. I remember one evening where my girlfriend Missy and I were heading out to the clubs. 
As we were going through our feminine rituals of lip gloss and body glitter, we came to discuss my ability to tease men with such little effort. We were giggling, as girlfriends often do, and we were not about to stop. It seemed natural to make a bet. Silly Missy thought she could bet against me. Of course I'll capture a guy tonight in my little web of lust, and of course I'll take her money. When we arrived at the club, I saw many guys looking at me. Perhaps it was my short denim skirt and the pink lacy crop top that came just to the top of the skirt at my waist. Maybe it was the subtle waves in my soft, long, blonde hair. Perhaps it was my expertly applied makeup that naturally enhanced my features and made my blue eyes pop. I'm not really sure, but it's the same reaction I get every Saturday night. While Missy and I got situated at a table and ordered some drinks, my eyes scanned the room. I needed to figure out which guys only watched our entrance and which guys continued to stare. There were a few, and I made a mental note of them as I allowed myself some distraction with my friend. All the while we talked, I used my hands seductively so that my dainty painted nails were noticeable. I flipped my hair, and I smirked in my adorable way so that any guy who was watching could see how flirtatious I am. After two drinks, we decided to play some music on the jukebox. The selection was horrible, but I found some Rob Zombie song and played it. Then I wiggled my petite frame in a seductive way while the song played. I used my old stripper dance moves and skills to gain attention. Then I noted the eyes that were watching me, and I found my target. I spotted a shy guy with his friends sitting at the very end of the bar in the very dim light. He was watching me awkwardly, and if I glanced in his direction, his eyes diverted away from me. He was afraid to be caught, but he will be caught tonight. I walked over to his end of the bar to order my third drink and lightly brushed my arm against his. He apologized to me, but it was just an excuse to say something. I touched his arm lightly with my fingertips and told him it was all my fault. Then I smiled sweetly before I walked back to my table. It was at this point that my friend began to giggle again. She never could hold her liquor well or keep a secret. I sat down at the table and flipped my hair. Then I smiled at her. Clearly she knew what was happening and how the night would end. I was now determined. I decided to sashay myself past him again and use the ladies' room. Naturally, there was a line. So while I was standing just inches from him, I bent over to take a look at my anklet as if there was some kind of problem with it. Yes, I wanted to give him the opportunity to get a good view of my ass and the way that my skirt pulled and inched up toward my crotch. I could certainly feel his eyes penetrating me already. And then I bumped into him on purpose when I stood up. I initiated conversation by saying something about the restroom line being so long. He agreed and mentioned that there was a second one in the back past the pool table and around the corner. I glanced toward his directions 
and said I wasn't sure if it was a good idea. There were a bunch of loud and clearly drunk frat boys at the pool table. Then I waited. I waited for him to make his big move, as if I didn't set him up for it. He didn't disappoint me, and he offered to walk with me as my protector. It was so sweet that he didn't know it was him who needed to be protected from me. I reluctantly agreed, very innocently. I realized as we walked that he was a few years younger than me. Excellent. I realized that he was extremely nervous. Perfect. I realized that any time I spoke to him, he began to blush. Sweet. Poor thing had no clue about the danger he was in. I used the restroom, leaving him to wait on me. In the poorly lit bathroom stall, I removed my panties and stuffed them into my purse. I propped my left foot on the toilet seat, and I began to finger my pussy. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be horny. I wanted to be super wet, because this will motivate me. So I traced my inner pussy lips with my middle finger and pressed it deep into my warm hole. Then I slid my finger to my clit, and I began to rub it in wild little circles. As I continued to slide more and more fingers into my cunt, I could really feel my juices flowing. Then I stopped. I made a fist to rub my cream all over my left hand. Quickly, I adjusted myself and walked out into the hallway. He was there waiting, like a puppy. I was talking as I walked out the door about how isolated the area was. He agreed, saying that it's almost never used because it's so hidden. I smiled and said maybe we should take advantage of it. And on my tippy toes, I leaned up to kiss him. He liked my kiss and put his hand around my waist. This was his sign. I made it clear to him. It was on. We kissed and embraced a few more minutes. He was already anxious. So I suggested that we go back to the main bar before my dear friend Missy got worried about me. I could tell he wanted to say no, or he wanted to ask me to fuck him, or at least he wanted to ask if we could go somewhere else. But he was too shy. It was up to me to ruin him for tonight. Back at the bar... Missy kept Brian's friend occupied. This allowed me to up the ante in flirtation. Brian and I chatted, and I made doe eyes at him. Then, completely out of the context of our conversation, I asked him to smell my fingers and tell me what it smelled like to him. I knew he was smelling my pussy, but I don't think he expected me to tell him so bluntly. I explained that I was playing with my pussy in the restroom and that I had removed my panties. Just for fun, I opened up my purse and showed him. Sure, he seemed shocked, but I saw some fire behind his eyes. I looked down to see that big lump in his jeans and watched him nonchalantly try to make room in them. I smirked at him and tilted my head. It was official. I knew he wanted to fuck me badly. He was blushing again. Cock-teasing is such an exquisite little torture. Delaying a man's orgasm as long as I want to only encourages me more. Denial can make a man squirm and for 
ever worship me. I get to decide now what will happen for Brian. This was my game and he was under my control. I asked if he would walk me back to the private restroom again. He agreed. Once we got into the long hallway, I got closer to kiss him again deeply and intensely. I slid my hand down his chest while my tongue wiggled in his mouth. Then I lightly brushed his cock through his pants. I took his right hand and pushed it up against my right tit. I asked him if he wanted me. He said yes, so breathy and desperately that I almost laughed out loud. I guided his hand under my skirt and propped my foot up against the baseboard so I could have my pussy open for him. Then I told him what to do. I told him to stick his finger into me as deep as possible. He was so shy and blushing due to my vulgar language. I really didn't care. So I told him to rub my clit. Then I told him to finger fuck my cunt with multiple fingers. Every now and then he'd get a little nervous so he'd slow down. But I was very demanding. I wouldn't allow him to stop. I kept up the dirty talk and said so many dirty things to him. I said things like, Mm, I can imagine how good your cock would feel in me right now. Mm, don't stop. I want to come on your hand. Later, I'm going to fuck you senseless. Yeah? You want to come home with me and fuck me all night long? Oh, I feel so dirty tonight. I might let you fuck my ass, too. Poor Brian, my boy toy. He was flabbergasted, but extremely aroused. I could tell he was almost ready to burst without me laying a hand on him. But I came nice and hard. I had a deep, throbbing orgasm that made me moan. He was so proud of himself, and I'm certain that this type of situation had never happened to him before. So now I led him into the bathroom. It was empty, and one of the fluorescent light bulbs was blinking. It gave the room an eerie glow against the pale tiles. I pulled him right into a stall and then undid his pants. He was literally helpless at this point and could barely speak. He was mine. I could get him to do whatever I wanted. Or I could ruin his night. I grabbed his dick and I asked him if he wanted to stick it into me. Naturally, he said yes. So I started hiking up my skirt all the way around my waist. I told him to sit down on the toilet seat, and I slowly started to straddle him. I asked him to close his eyes and told him that I wanted to do all of the work. He sighed because he seemed to love this idea. I kissed his neck and brought my juicy snatch close to his cock. It tapped my pussy very lightly, just the head grazing at my warmth. Then I stopped, and I said I needed to get a condom. Missy had them in her purse. I'm going to go get one. He wanted me to stay. He said he had one in his wallet. But I insisted that I get my own because it was extra sensitive. He was so on the edge, with very little blood left in his brain, that he agreed. So I adjusted myself, kissed his lips, and said I would hurry. I rushed out into the main bar again, 
winked at Missy, and headed toward the exit. She had his friend in deep conversation, so it took a minute for her to come up with an excuse to escape. She slipped out the exit to meet me when he wasn't looking. We took off our heels and ran to the car giggling. And off we went to a different bar to meet up with more guys. But I did wonder how long poor Brian waited in that restroom for me. Did he have to jerk off in there all alone? Did he lose his boner when he realized I left? I think I will always be the fantasy girl to him, the one that got away. I'm betting that he thinks about our brief encounter often when he's jerking off. I am guilty. I love to break hearts, and I love to make balls ache. Am I playing a dangerous game? Yes, I sure am. But I always seem to win. Just ask Missy, because she still owes me that 50 bucks. Just in case you didn't know it, Phone Flirts offers a special $10 cheap phone sex line. Yep, 10 bucks. No tricks, no gimmicks. Only 10 fucking bucks for a phone sex quickie. So just call now. 1-888-433-9704. Listen to the little welcome greeting so that you get the full details of how everything works. All major credit cards are accepted. So what the hell are you waiting for? Wow! Well, reading that story got me kind of naughty and feeling pretty horny, and I ended up masturbating after it. So I recorded it, and that's what you're about to hear. And let me tell you, I was so worked up that I was done in two minutes. Here you go. with my vibrator I'm on my back with my legs open mm. I need fucked so bad mm. oh, I don't know what got into me Just need to count real quick. Oh. 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 
just what I needed. Okay, freaks. This is the phone sex number just for you. Are you ready for the details? Well, if you're super kinky and your fantasies are really taboo, then just call 1-888-448-8627. That's 1-888-448-8627. Now, all major credit cards are accepted, and it's just $2 per minute with no connection fees. You can stop by the website if you'd like more info, and that site is www.talk2babes.com. Thanks for listening to the Slut Sounds Podcast. Again, I'm Linnea, and it's been my pleasure providing this show for you. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Check back to slutsounds.com for the newest episode coming soon. (sighs) 